you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East podcast. Welcome to the Third and East podcast. Today's song is Seattle Sea Day. Are you sleepless in Seattle? Uh, no, I'm drenched because it rains there more than any other city in America. And it's also very fishy with their fish. I don't know. I yeah, also, the ma- also... I have no desire to be... I have no desire to ever visit Seattle. No I've been there one time, and it was to go on a cruise ship to Alaska, and that place is a cesspool. Yep. I, I want you all to know the Mariners suck, and they deserve to suck. Hey, man, the Mariners are playing really good baseball right now. Uh, they, they'll disappoint like they always do. You're just worried about being a guy with the Astros. Well, I'll tell you, I think that expectations last year um, that probably and arguably could have won that playoff game the Seattle Seahawks and they especially after the the part uh the trade of the Russell Wilson which looks like in its first year to be this you know almost Walker esque. That's how bad that trade was for the Broncos and everything. And then they had a choice between Geno Smith won the job and he ran with it. Yeah, in all fairness to him, I mean, his second act in, I mean, has started in Seattle, and I think he did pretty good. And in spots as a backup in the previous years in Seattle, he showed some flashes. Um, you know, the beating out Drew Locke was not a big surprise, but doing what he did, I'll have to give him credit where credit is due. He did have a really good season. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. So, um, yeah. For Geno Smith, he almost completed 70% of his passes, 69.8%. He touched down to 11. He played, a, you know, he played a really great line. And, you know, Seattle's offensive, you know, I, we have all had that, uh, the talent on that roster last year. He lost. And I said that team could win for games here. I never did them to make the playoffs, but I said. He was going to be better than everyone thought they were. And it looks like that um, their first round pick, Charles Cross and Abraham Lucas, on the offense, very well for rookies. Yeah, it's always yeah, it's always a concern when you have two offensive linemen who are starting their rookie years. That's that's usually never really a good sign. And then rolling in, I didn't have a lot of faith in Geno Smith just from, I mean, years past. I mean, he, he's he's been run out of he's been run out of the Giants. He's been run, he's been run off from the Jets, and for good reason. He this was his first good year. I mean, this I don't want to call it a flash in the pan, but I've seen what he has been. I've seen what he is now, and statistically speaking, guys generally don't do well after they've had six or seven bad years in the NFL. They might have one good year, but they usually kind of flounder out into that. So kind of a Cinderella story. Uh, I, I don't expect him to repeat the magic again, and that sounds harsh, but it's just probably not going to happen. It doesn't work that way. So, uh, and, 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 but they signed Evan Brown from the Lions and everything. Amber, they got, you know, Rashad Penny 
stretch, um, but he doesn't have to. And number two, um, you also had um, you had Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, there's weapons there. There's definitely weapons there for him to use. I just, I don't know if we're going to see that same man. The offense is, the offense is definitely, I think, oh, yeah. that, um, let's, let's talk about this. Let's do talk about the Seattle Seahawks' draft with that Russell Wilson trade. They had an extra first round with the Broncos' original pick. The ultra physical uh, Illinois. I think he's. I, I really like that. Be a I think he's gonna be a really good. I mean, he's really, really fast, beyond physical. Everyone fights. Jalen Carter, me and you both predicted that he wouldn't go to the Seahawks because I think Seattle was so, a little. They're they're a little bit more progressive and they're worried about a guy with some criminal potentially. Um, you know, some uh, a criminal past. So it's a, so it's a Devin Lurzman who apparently and so they stole they stole him. Yeah, I and thought Witherspoon was a really good pick. He's a he's a run defender. To me, he's going to have to me he's going to have to feel. You know, I think he's a question is just you know I think he should be a good team fit in right, but he is a little bit short. Be the best pick of us. I mean, he's gonna be a decent player. I don't know if he's gonna be an all-star. Um, Jackson Smith Najimba, I think, was a steal for him going all the way down to twenty. Um, if he can repeat what Ohio State receivers have, um, Seattle hits a home run. I mean, he's a really stretch out the field. Yeah, the Jackson Smith and Jigma pick was. Also, pretty having two first round picks is pretty sweet. How good was that Ohio State in the last few years with uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. I think next year, who's you know he, he might be like the uh, Smith, Jimbo, uh, Chris Olave, and of course Derek Wilson. I mean, stacked. It's. It's pretty cool to see. It's also super concerning since the Texans starting quarter. Yeah, the Texans starting quarterback now has none of those receivers at his disposal and is probably going to have a pretty rough year. Mm-hmm. But great receivers come. It's 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 a receiver year, we're seeing now. Another receiver that you like in this who's the who's the other draft pick that you like in this class? As far as the, do you say receivers or just draft picks for the draft Seahawks? Draft picks. For the Seahawks, I actually thought that Zach Shab- uh, Charbonnet, I've heard it pronounced so many different ways. Uh, look at his film from UCLA. He's been a fun guy to watch. Hmm. I didn't know anything about, I don't watch the Pac 12, but once he got drafted, it's always cool to kind of see like, you know, he's a second-round running back. So, statistically speaking, he's a top back in college football. So, it's like, oh, we'll try him out. He had a very interesting – he had a very good play against Stanford. And I would like to see what Pete Carroll has, you know, in store for him in that Seattle offense. Yeah, 
now, he's no tank Bigsby, talk- though. No, he's not. He is no tank Bigsby. So let's talk about the Seattle defense. And the defense went okay. You know, okay. Um, you know, it was the team's downfall. It's the reason why they didn't win the division. It's the reason why, you know, beat the 49ers in the playoffs and everything. They don't carry um, you know, they only have one. They didn't have a guy who finished over 10 sacks last year. Um, and Jalen Carter would have been the pick in that regard. They had the worst rush. But now they get Bobby Wagner back. They signed Devin Bush. They do um, Jordan Brooks, um, the former first. And then, of course, they got Devin Witherspoon. So the, the pass, um, the the run defense will be a little bit better this year. Yeah, and also uh, look for look for Derek Hall out of Auburn. Uh, he's an outside linebacker. Was a top forty pick. So I mean, at that point, as an outside linebacker being the top forty, that's a that's a baller. That guy can ball. So be on the lookout for him. He had a pretty good game. Blue was against LSU, getting in the backfield. So he's he's going to be interesting for them as well. I think that'll beef it up. Because you do have Jamal Adams who will return from injury a little bit, and he's always injured. And Julian Love for the Giants last year played very, very well. Um, so I think this team, I think they're going to the wild card spot. I don't think they're going to win the division again. Have this team range of seven to ten wins. I'm big. Yeah, I would say eight. Uh, I went to high school with Quandre Diggs, by the way. Uh, yeah, I would say eight, maybe nine. Yeah, yeah, he went. He was an Angleton grad. He was class of 2010. So I was a freshman. He was a senior. And he did not come to school a lot. <laughs> he also got like a, a, I don't know if it was true, that it, it was like a 930 on his SAT. Again, I don't know how true that is. <laughs> I think that could have just been a rumor, but. I was like, man, I, I, once you hear that, it's like, I really hope football works out for you. And what was your win prediction for the Seahawks? I, I was going to give them on the upper probably eight or nine wins at best. I think they could easily be a nine and eight win team. Uh, I think they could go a little bit south and they could win five or six games if some things don't go their way and they lose a guy like Kenneth Walker or you know even a guy like Metcalf, just lose one piece of that offense. And if the defense doesn't come together, I think they could be in a lot of trouble. So I could see them, worst-case scenario, 5-6 win team. Best-case scenario, they're winning nine games. If you like this edition of the Third and East podcast, be sure to listen to the other NFC West Rivals podcast episodes, as well as be sure to listen to me and Sloan's recaps of the NFL and college football landscapes. Thank you very much.